Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast with Matt Bell, HBI Racing team owner. This is the team that uh, J- Time Master Pool's been running all season long, been absolutely crushing on it. So I talked to Matt about uh, why he got into it, what his team is about, how much it costs, and all of this stuff uh, here on the uh, Privateer Island Podcast. Thank you to the folks at FXR Racing, designed by racers for racers. Of course, uh, Hardy Munoz, riding for HBI, wears uh, FXR, as does Braswell. FXRRacing.com, Pulpamex30 is the code to save with those guys. Thank you to uh, uh, FXR Racing for coming on board. Great colors, great styles. Enzo Lopes, Phil Nicoletti, you know you know the names. Uh, even Tickle. Tickle's still out there testing for Cowie wearing FXR. So thank you to the folks at FXR Racing for coming on board with us, as well as Racetech, Racetech.com. Privateer Proven, Pulp 23 is the code to save with Racetech. Now, if you have uh, know anything about racing, you know Racetech's been around forever. they got the American-made gold valve system. It works wonders out there, and they got got work as well. Uh, so please check out Racetech. Suspension, work they can do it all. If you have a race team like Matt and you want some support, Racetech can do it. And, uh, yeah, they do uh, a lot of stuff for privateers and race teams over the years. Racetech.com. Tell me, listen to Pulp. Get your work done. Vintage bikes, too. All of it. Thank you to Racetech. Uh, we'll tell you more about Namira and uh, Roost, Firepower, Zools. Uh, but first, Maxxis Tires, MXSTs, developed by Jeremy McGrath. There's new ones now as well. The soft intermediate, intermediate to hard terrain. they got a paddle tire now. Maxxis.com, uh, shop.maxxis.com for more information. A gift from the Moto Science Nerds to you. So thank you to the folks at uh, Maxxis Tires for coming on board. Also, Seat Concepts. Whether you're hitting a motocross track, gearing up for a trek across the country, Seat Concepts has a seat for you. See all the options at SeatConcepts.com. Pulpamex 23 is the code to save. They're proudly handmade and developed in the USA by true motorcycle enthusiasts. Seat Concepts offer, offers a wide variety of seat options from stylus replacement covers to complete seats, as well as various height and width profiles. Each seat incorporates proprietary foam formulation that is designed to provide unmatched support and impact dampening to the rider. Seat Concepts, uh, Zool's Bags, Namira, Roost, Firepower. I'll tell you more about later. Uh, thank you to FXR and race tech here's my conversation with matt bell from hbi racing about uh yeah owning a race team and having some success thanks for listening okay fxr racing race tech suspension privateer island podcast a little different twist this week uh we often have the uh some of the, the privateer riders on here of course but this week i thought uh i'd do something that i've done a few times in the past Talk to a gentleman who uh, is owning a privateer team and racing against the factories and trying to make it work. So without further ado, let's bring in Matt Bell. Uh, what's up, Matt? How are you, man? Good, Steve, man. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for doing this. Appreciate it. I guess let's just start off with the obvious. Uh, uh, we've seen your team this summer with uh, Time Master Pool and uh, Caden Braswell. Absolutely doing great things out there. What is HBI Racing and what, who's Matt Bell? Let's start there. Yeah, so I'm a CPA. I do taxes. Um, if anybody you know knows what that is, so I've got a tax firm. Um, we've got like 55 employees, and that's that's what funds this whole thing. So um, we decided, you know, uh, about a year ago to start HBI Racing. Started out on the amateur side and brought a few people on, and then thought it was a great idea four months ago to start a pro team and. <laughs> and here we are. Uh, what's your background in the sport? Did you ride and race and all that? You know, I, I raced amateurs back in the 80s, yep. but um, that was pretty much it. Rode till I was 17 and sold my bikes, had to buy a car, you know, the whole going to college, mm-hmm. got married, had kids thing, and got out of it for 26 years and got back into it about 
six years ago, just riding for fun and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and started the team and that was, that was it. Never rode pro. Um, always wanted to ride, but I, that wasn't, wasn't fast enough. Yeah, that, uh, that's like all of us. Don't worry. We all try to race pro when we'd like to, but we're not fast enough. Interesting. Uh, HBI. So, yeah, not, you know, not an aftermarket team, not a pro circuit, nothing. You know, you're not, you're not marketing uh, uh, dirt bike products or anything else. You sound like a guy that you're just, yeah, you just kind of want to give back a little bit. Exactly. Yeah, that's why we started this whole thing is to we really want to give back to the industry and the riders. And I know that sounds kind of cliche, like, who who would really would do that but mm-hmm. we just love the sport my wife and i she's part of it mm-hmm. uh darla and a big part of the whole team and you know you got to do it you got to do this something like this together or else you're going to get divorced so <laughs> i'm thankful she's on board where are you based out of Haines city florida i'm two miles from the stewart compound okay yeah yeah i know i'm familiar with that area for sure uh that's that's awesome no it's great um so you want yeah you just decided to start a team um what did you What did you do um, before you picked up Masterpool? What was the plan? Who did you support? Yeah, so we started out with Cole Bradford, who was a rookie this past year, just kind of starting out and build a build a, a team around uh, him with a couple of other riders. Uh, picked up uh, Hardy. I know, <laughs> I know you've talked about him a couple times in your podcasts, <clears throat> uh, and then had Scott Meshi on the team as well. Okay. So started with those three guys, and then you know picked up Masterpool three races in and Braswell three races ago. Yeah. Uh, ended up, ended up with five guys at the end of the season. Yeah. It's awesome to see you do that. Um, and, and obviously with Ty, um, it's worked out really nice. How did that, so he, he started on a 250 and then wrote a privateer 450, him and his dad, Jerry, how did that come together? Uh, did you, did they come to you? Did you just find them in the pits? Uh, how did that whole process come together where, uh, Ty joined HBI? Man, it's a cool story. So Ty started out on a 250. Um, I think they realized that it was really, really hard to be competitive against factory 250s. And I think Ty rides a 450 better, just the way his riding style. Um, he's less sketchy, I think, on a 450 and seems to ride it smoother. So they switched over, I think, the second race, jumped on a 450 at, I believe, Hangtown. And our we had met Jerry and Tara. I, I actually didn't meet Ty at Fox Raceway. I uh, invited him over to our pits for a dinner that we were doing, like a privateer dinner thing we decided to start doing. And then they kept coming to the races or to the pits like every Friday night. So you know, mm-hmm. every Friday night at the pits, <clears throat> we feed all the privateers, truck drivers. And uh, Jerry and Tara kept coming by. And yep. then right before his breakout race at uh, was it Thunder Valley. Thunder Valley, yeah. Yeah. They uh, they came over to the pits before the race and asked the mechanics if we could take Ty's bike around. And we're like, yeah, um, as long as you put an HBI logo on mm-hmm. there somewhere, we'll do it. Yep. And just build it up from there. Pretty cool for you to have that success right out of the gate, huh? Uh, it was amazing. I mean, <laughs> to have a rider like him is, you know, it's kind of unheard of. I mean, I didn't expect to end up where we're at at the end of this season with you know, riders, uh, you know, like Ty and getting Braswell on mm-hmm. uh, as well. So, I, shoot, I mean, we'll take it. I'm just thankful that they came they came by. Yeah, really, right? Um, and how and how has Jerry and uh, Ty been? Ty's a good kid. Jerry's a good dude. But they've also yep. gone through some teams, right? They, they're they very yep. um, uh, adamant in doing it their way. And, and some of it's a good idea, in my opinion. Some of it's maybe not realistic. Uh, and I had a good talk with Jerry at one of the rounds, I think it was Millville or something, about 
some of the things that they've gone through. But how's it been yeah. for you working with uh, Jerry and Ty and all of that? They have been awesome, really. You know, I've, I've heard all the rumors and all the talk about how they're difficult to deal with. I mean, I think that's something that I've heard said from a few people. But they've been great. We've been out to their compound in Texas. Um, the thing I they and they do want to do it their own way. Like they they want to train in Texas. That that's mm-hmm. yep. pretty evident. Yep. Um, and I have no problem with that because they're doing something right. But what I do appreciate about them is they came in and kind of already had their program together. So it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't like you know like with Caden bringing him in. Um, like he came off a factory team, right? Yeah. So it wasn't like he had been doing this and was getting ready to ride as a privateer. He had like, we had nothing for him when he came in. The master pools already had everything set, Mm -hmm. had the mechanic ready to go. And so they've been good. I mean, if they want to do something, they'll come and they'll, they'll talk to me about it and say, Hey, you know, are you cool with, if we, you know, if we do this for Ty, are you, are you good with this in the pit? And we'll talk about it. And, they, they've been great. I, I really have zero complaints about them. I can see why that may not fit in sometimes with a factory team, but for a team like us, it's it's a great fit. Yeah, yeah, really, right? It kind of kind of works out. And like you said, like you know, hey, we, we you know you don't have a, a track and an infrastructure and a race shop and everything else that some of the teams that they would want that they have been they've been on in the past have. So for you, yeah, pretty flexible, right? Yep, absolutely. And you know we. I, I haven't been doing this for long. I mean, the master pools have doing this, been doing this for a long time. The Braswells have been doing this for a long time, you know, th- all the way through amateurs. So as a guy that dipped his toes into the pro scene four months ago, um, I, you know, it's kind of a good thing because I don't have any expectations. I think if it works and I say, let's do it and make it happen. So, Matt, how are you making the finances work on all of this? Obviously, you have a, a great career and your wife and everything else. You guys are doing well. Um, racing is expensive. I don't have to tell you that. Uh, how is this? How are you making this work? Yeah. Right now, it is 100% self-funded. So the money that we make through Harding Bell International, which is the you know HBI, it's our HBI tax mm-hmm. firm, that is, it's being funded through that. Now, we're getting a little bit of help from – Kawasaki, you know, through some parts and they've been really gracious and cool. helping yep. tie out with a couple OEM engines and some parts and some, some advice on suspension. It's been great. Um, Recluse has helped us out some race tech titanium, Redline oil. So we're getting some product help Pirelli, uh, but mm-hmm. no one is writing us checks right now. So the checks are coming out of, <laughs> out of uh, HBI tax, and we're we're hoping to change that real soon. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, yeah, you can't keep doing that. You know, you gotta you gotta show yourself. But you know, the alternative is there's been a lot of guys coming to the sport that are like, um, hey, I can do this. Just pay me all this money, and people are like, ah, eh, not really, because uh, we don't know who you are and we don't know what your program yeah. is. Um, you do have to put up. Uh, and shut up, and that's what you're doing, and then you hope to build from there and people can see the results you have and, and all of that. But So I do admire you for doing that, but you can't do it for too long, huh, Matt? No, I mean, it, I mean we can do this. We can do this long term, but probably not in the way that I want to do it. So yep. like going into Supercross next year, we would like to do a, a full – we would like to do all 17 rounds, mm-hmm. assuming they're going to have 17 rounds of Supercross. Um if we have somebody come in and write us a check and say, hey, you know, we want to be a title sponsor, 
that will happen if we don't have that, then we'll probably run East Coast Supercross. That's what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we're going to continue on with this, whether somebody writes us a check to help out or not. But I think that the program we're building, I really feel like that's going to come very soon. Mm-hmm. It just takes time. You know, yep. you can't, like you said, you're not going to wander into the pits with a rig and a couple riders and have somebody throw money at you. So people that think that's going to happen, yeah. I think that's why they're, they're not there very long. Do you have guys, uh, do you have riders contacting you for 2024 and, and maybe bringing some sponsorship of their own with them? We've had riders contact us every single day yeah. <laughs> for 24. Um, now, but not bring sponsorship. Yeah. So, you know, most of these guys are, of course, privateers looking for rides. And shoot, if I had enough money, I'd love to have them all on the team. But it, it just doesn't work that way. So um, I, do, I will say this. We've got a couple potential large title sponsors that are we're talking with right now if those do come through then Mm -hmm. you're going to see some big some big changes in the pits going into supercross but that's all kind of in discussion right now cowie's been good to you right they've been helping master pool a little bit i don't know what their reaction was to braswell um also but yeah you've you've got a little bit of relationship with kawasaki and I, i imagine you have a dealer or two down in florida that you can work with that they can funnel support through you do you do you anticipate yourself staying on green I do. Uh, we've been really, really happy with the Kawasaki's. Kawasaki itself has been very helpful. Um, spoke with uh, Ryan Holiday, who runs Team Green, mm-hmm. Dan Fahey, you know, who runs the Kawasaki team. And the thing I like about those guys um, is that they're very upfront about what they can and can't do mm-hmm. instead of, you know, stringing you along. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's I, I respect that from people because then we can plan for that. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I think there's some discussions about some more support going into next year and dealing with local dealerships here in Florida. We've had several dealerships that have, I mean, given us really good deals on bikes, Mm -hmm. which I mean, I I put a post out the other day. I need 12, I need 12 KX two fifties like now (laughs) because, and, and I've had people all over the country, uh, not only regional managers with Kawasaki, but local dealerships that like, Hey, we've got bikes. We'll help you out. And, I've got a guy uh, that's over on the, uh, it's in New Bern, uh, North Carolina. He's actually driving a KX250 to Charlotte for me this weekend. So wow. I, I'm really happy with that help yeah. we've gotten from them. And I, I don't expect to go anywhere at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, I can vouch too. you know, if all the things that we've done for privateers and the, the, the raffles and, and things we've done to help people, people want to help, you know, they want to help the little guy against the, the, the mighty factory team. So, um, you know, you're a good guy and, and you're putting the effort in, I think you can find support. You can find people who want to help you, right? Uh, it's it, Our sport is cool that way where, you know, in F1, there's just, you know, 12 teams and bajillions of dollars. But in our sport, like, yeah, little guys like Matt Bell can show up and, and race Jason Anderson and Adam Cincerello. It's kind of a cool part of our sport, you know? Yeah, for sure. And I think it is good for Kawasaki, not only for us, but like I feel like Ty Masterpool has done more to sell Kawasaki's than any other rider out there. I mean, when you have a guy that's beating factory guys on mm-hmm. a bone stock engine, that sells bikes. Yeah, you, um, you so, think so, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Podcast with Matt Bell from HBI Racing. Thank you to the folks at Namira, of course. Uh, Namira has been on board with us for a while on these shows. And uh, whether you're restoring your vintage bike, rebuilding a new 450, working on your four-wheeler, Namira has what you need, featuring a full line of cats and forged pistons, connecting rods, 
Gassy kits and coming soon engine valves and complete cylinders. Follow them on Instagram for giveaways and exciting new products in 2023. Uh, Namira.com. Uh, M-N-A-M-U-R-A. Namira.com. Also, thanks to the folks at Roost MX. Pulp Nation is the code to save. 48-hour turnaround with the folks at Roost. And uh, whether it's canopies, whether it's uh, wraps, whether it's number plates, sticker kits, all of that. 48-hour turnaround. Official Cobra merch as well. Roost.mx.net. Pulp Nation is the code to save. They have a whole section of Pulp Nation T-shirts on there and, and so on and so forth. So thanks to the folks at Roost MX for uh, stepping up for this show. And, of course, FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension uh, as well on the show. Uh, Matt, uh, SMX uh, coming up this weekend. This will come out later today, I think. Uh, what are your thoughts on that, on that series and, and the things that they want to do and uh, you know, Felden MX Sports and everything else? Has it been a little confusing on your end? Like it, I have uh, talked to some riders as well. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a little confusing. Yeah. Um, I think that not. I, I think there are still questions that are going to be answered when we get to the races. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I in a in a way, it's something that's never been done before. But I'm glad that Feld is doing it. I think that it's going to help some riders win some money. I mean, I'm super excited for Ty and Caden to put some money in their pockets going into this thing. So, mm-hmm. I yeah, this it's it's been a challenge. I think for everybody involved going into it. But after the first rounds. I think people will see, hey, this is how it's going, and then we roll into Chicagoland, and I think it'll be a little more comfortable for for the riders and the fans to know, mm-hmm. okay, this is the format, this is what it's going to look like. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think I'm with you a little bit. Have you uh, have you gotten a good reception from MX Sports this summer? And are you on the weekly manager calls and all of that? How's it been them embracing uh, the things that you're bringing to the sport in terms of Master Pool and me Hardy and and uh, Braswell and so on. Yeah, they've been MX Sports has been great. I was actually really surprised about how helpful they are. Everyone involved with MX Sports and just telling me, "Hey, this is where you need to go to get credentials. This is how it works as far as parking the rig." Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on the I'm on the Tuesday team manager calls, which I didn't. When this is something I didn't know when we signed up, we bought the credential package. Um, I, I guess that gets some benefits that are sort of unspoken, which is a better spot in the pits and being on those manager calls. Mm-hmm. So that was a that was a lucky break that we did that. But uh, yeah, MX Sports has been really really good, and I've heard from a few riders and their parents that that Feld and MX Sports really like what we're doing, um, and they want us to continue long term. But of course. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always that concern that we're going to be another one of those guys that comes in, you know, on fire and then they're gone six months down the road. And that that ain't that ain't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of them over the years. Um, and, yeah, let's hope that you can find some more funding. Otherwise, you know, yeah, you're going to end up, you know, selling the business and everything else. But uh, let's hope you're not. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, and, and let's I, hope not. Like, look, uh, I don't know much about tax accounting other than, you know, I have my own account and then she tells me all the money I have to pay every year. But um, are you are you noticing a benefit from HBI? Uh, I don't know if you can do any taxes outside of Florida. Have you noticed Florida motocross people bringing you business? Has this at all trickled down to HBI and your real job? Yeah, I mean, it has not. I mean, it's not. It's never going to cover the no. money we're spending, right? No. But it has, it has helped. I, I got a call from a guy last week that was from Arizona, and we can do taxes all over the country. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't know how that worked. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but he called in actually to talk to me and said, "Hey, we love what you're doing." And I, 
just called your office to make an appointment. So oh, we're awesome. getting, getting some guys, yeah, out yeah. of state and then local people that are knowing what we do. Um, so it's brought some business in on that side. That That isn't why we're doing it, but we'll mm-hmm. take it. Yeah, while people are listening to this, uh, how can they reach out to HBI? What's the best way if you want to support the sport and talk to Matt and everybody at HBI and get, get their taxes done or get their accounting done? How does that work? Yeah, they can go to hbitax.com. That's the easiest way. Okay. All the phone numbers and emails are on there. Or just shoot me a message on social media. Okay. Um, it's HB, HBI Racing on Instagram is probably one of the better ways to mm-hmm. do it. and. We'll get them hooked up. Yeah, perfect. All right. That, yeah, that's great for sure. Um, and also, too, uh, a friendly reminder to everybody, make your installment payments, which I don't do. And then I have to write a big <laughs> – and I always just forget. And just don't don't be like me, everybody. Make your installment. We can get we can get you on a payment plan with the IRS. I Believe know. Me. I, I need to I, – I, and every year I'm like, don't. And I write this huge check, and then I pay a little bit of interest and penalties. And I'm like, why do I do that? So, yeah. anyways, yeah, it's it's my own fault. It's my own idiotic uh, thing. Um, so, what's been the biggest? Well, actually, let's go to Braswell a little bit. Obviously, uh, the Horizon Award winner, right? Uh, Phoenix yeah. Racing. Then he got the job with TLD. He rode really well. Uh, and from what I understood, those guys were going to take him. Um, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. They were going to take him through the end of the nationals, but not SMX yeah. Racing. And he said, "No, I want to do SMX." And then you stepped in. How did, so? How did that come together on your end? Yeah, so David Braswell, he reached out to me like three months ago or four months ago, right before the outdoor season, and he kind of wanted to know what the heck we were doing. Um, and he's—I don't know if you've ever spoken with David, but I'm going to give him a shout out. I'm going to give him a shout out right here because I told him I'd talk really nice about him on the podcast. <laughs> but um, <laughs> now he's been—he's been really good with advice. Um, he reached out and said, "Hey, you know, what are you guys doing?" I told him we were doing a race team and. You know, we kind of kept in touch. He stopped by the pits, and he called me, I don't know, it was a few weeks ago, and told us kind of what was going on with the TLD team. And, you know, they had their riders coming back, and Caden did not have a ride for, for the SMX round. So mm-hmm. it, we thought it was better for him to come on board and run the last three outdoors with us just to get him used to the bike. He had never – I don't think he had ever ridden the Kawasaki before at all. And, you know, we're we don't have, like – 10 engines sitting on the shelf. Um, so we had to develop an engine for him, like the suspension, the whole package within like 10 days. Um, so those outdoor rounds were more of like getting him used to the bike. And Mm -hmm. now I think we're in a good spot. So I'm hoping he's going to go out there and really smash it out of the park in SMX. He's, uh, he's something else. Caden. I've talked to him a couple of times. He's, he's a different kid. Nice. And really, really nice. He is probably the nicest person right. I've run into in the pits. <laughs> right? He calls he calls me Mr. Matt. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I mean it's he's just a really respectful kid. Love yeah. the kid and mm-hmm. he's got a good heart and, and and he's fast. I mean yeah. there's not a lot of kids like that that are that well spoken and can really twist a throttle on the bike. So He's been through a lot this year. I mean, he, you know, he was with Phoenix and then he was with TLD and he's moving all over the country, went from California to North Carolina and down to Florida. And I think it's been a lot for him this year, but I feel like he's starting to settle in and he seems very happy with where he's at. And I think we're going to see even more out of him going forward. Do you, uh, do you let the guys kind of pick their motor and suspension that they're comfy with, that they want? How does that go for you and sponsorship and all that? Forgive me for not knowing this. What's it like for bike setups for different riders? 
Yeah, no, that's no problem. I mean, right now we don't have any sponsorship mm -hmm. where people are giving us suspension or engines. So, you know, the master pools have been, uh, they've been using pro circuit yep. for their engines. They use AHM for their suspension over here on the other side. Um, we've been using active ride down here in Florida mm -hmm. for, for our guys that are based in Florida. And then as far as engine packages, um, We've been we've actually had a combination. So Caden's been riding on uh, some engine packages by HP Performance out of Texas mm -hmm. and also at a, a J JMX out of Florida. So it's sort of a, a hodgepodge, if that's what you want to call it, of, mm -hmm. of engine builders and suspension guys. Um, the good thing is is that they're all kind of working together to get us where we need to be. Yeah. And I, th I think going into Supercross, you know, we're going to see some more uniformity there. It's not going to be uh, as spread out, but. I mean, it's worked so far. Yeah. Yeah, the only thing, like, and it happens on many teams, is riders get on smaller privateer teams and they're forced to use this engine package or this suspension package, and the owners like yourself can't afford the top-level service of that stuff, and then the riders yeah. complain. So the benefit of what you're doing right now, Matt, is you're like, hey, man, you picked it. You're happy with it. It's, yeah. your, it's your person. You're allowed to do it. Um, I've seen a lot of companies, a lot of teams uh, partner up with companies that can't provide the support that these riders want or need, and then the riders take the easy way out and the excuses start happening. So I see both sides of it, but I do like the way you're doing it where you're like, hey, man, you picked it, you know? Well, it's it's absolutely. It's, caused, it's helped to keep that conflict down mm -hmm. because, you know, you're right. Like the riders will find excuses if they're not riding well. And it's always the suspension or it's the engine. So, yeah, when they pick it, it's like, hey, if you don't like it, go talk to your guy. Yeah. <laughs> have yeah. him fix it. It's not us. Yeah. But I don't, the only advantage, I guess, to having it more uniform is that when you're, you might get some breaks on, you know, yeah. the cost if you have one guy building everything. But yeah. I don't know. I sometimes I feel like I might want to spend a little more and, and just avoid that conflict. And then, you know, yeah. these guys are happier and there's no, yeah, there's no conflict on it. For sure. What's um? Oh, by the way, how's Hardy doing? Is Hardy all right? Are we okay? He's good. He um yep. he got his nose fixed uh, Thursday of last week and said my wife reached out to him mm -hmm. said he was not feeling was not feeling well. Um, he had a bunch of cotton jammed up his nose, but <laughs> he said he says he's ready to ride uh, October first. So we will see if that happens or not. He is. Uh... He is one tough dude, man, and he is not scared to twist the throttle. No, no, I, <laughs> I, I think he could be, I think he can be up there in Supercross. I really do. I think, you know, the problem with Hardy in the past is he's not, he's been on teams, but I don't think it's been on a program like we have where things are structured. And I think now that he's right at Sandbox, mm -hmm. you know, we've got Caden, Hardy, Cole, all riding together on the same track. And then you're out there with guys like Roxon, Sexton, mm -hmm. you know, Chiz. They're all out there riding together. That's going to help these guys get better and be more consistent. So I'm looking forward to seeing what he's going to do for Supercross. Yeah. Is that something that you do for your team that you pay for the sandbox? Is that, is that, we do. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. Pretty, neat. pretty yeah. much this is, this is all inclusive. So the guys that are on our team, they're getting pretty much everything paid for, including, including sandbox training. How are you finding it for, um, obviously, 
you know, you have your HBI business and it sounds like it's probably pretty successful and you're doing really well with it. How do you balance the two? Like, obviously you, your wife's probably the real saint here that running things, but like, how is it for your, you know, your real job that pays you and, and then trying to balance this race team? Like, do you find yourself just emails and calls all day long? Has it been okay? Or has it been overwhelming or? Um, it's been overwhelming the last four months, I yeah. would say going into this, mm-hmm. it's been pretty nuts. So like today I had, I've had at least 40 text messages, <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not kidding you. Yeah, so yeah. like guys from work, I've got, we've got amateur writers that are texting me. I've got like Jason at sandbox texting me. I've got right people sending me things all over the place and that's not even my email. So it's been better because I've been able to push down a lot of the tax stuff. We've got some really good guys at the office that handle the management of that. Um, so I can focus more on okay. like on the race team side of stuff. So like right now, when I, before when it was a hundred percent tax, I'm more like 50% tax, 50% race team. Yeah. So yeah. I, I feel better now that we're in SMX, um, getting into like bringing Braswell on and, and master pool. It was stressful because like we want to, like make a good impression. Right. And that's hard to do when you're, when you don't know what you're doing and you're trying to throw a race team together. So we're getting there. Yeah, really. Right. What's the, what's the one thing or two, whatever, one or two things or three things, whatever that have come up about running this team that you didn't anticipate or that takes way more of your time than you thought. Um, and you're just like, you know, uh, fuck my life. Like what, what, uh, yeah. Is there a couple things like that? Yeah, number one is like the money side of stuff. I had no idea how many engines we were going to go through um, and bikes. Um, so that's that's the biggest thing, I think. The second yeah. part of it is like I thought I was going to be able to do – like right now I'm the parts guy. I'm the, <laughs> I'm the guy that books the hotel rooms. I need to find somebody else to do that. Like our, one of my main goals is to get out of – ordering parts all day long and being the guy that books the hotels and the rental cars Mm -hmm. that's taken up. Like I'll sit down at my computer and I look up and it's freaking three o'clock in the afternoon and I haven't even done a tax return yet. So that's taken up a pile of time. I think those two things. That's your wife can do that, right? That's what, that's what women are good for organizing that stuff. They feel like they're better at that than us. She probably is. I need to get her on the ball on that. She, <laughs> uh, she, yeah, for sure. I thought you were going to tell me uh, truck driver because uh, a lot of times when I talk to teams like yours, finding good truck drivers, keeping good truck drivers, uh, dealing with truck drivers has always been a, a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think we're uh, – It's ours has been good. So our truck driver this year, he actually was pulling double duty. He was driving the truck and he was Scott Meshi's mechanic. Oh, because okay. Because yeah, yeah. we, could, we couldn't afford it. Um, th- we've got a different guy ri- ri- uh, driving for us for SMX. He's – all he's doing is driving the truck. Um, yep. And I think, I think it's been better because I feel like we pay a little better than some of the other teams okay. from what I've yep. heard. Yep. So, you know, you pay a little more and you get a guy that seems like he wants to do a better job. Mm-hmm. So that, that's been helpful. Overall, we've been – pretty happy with who we've had on the trucking side I, I agree with you yes if you pay a little more um because some of these jobs do not pay very well for teams like yours so that's a great philosophy matt and that gentleman driving the truck is very important uh for your whole program as you as you know right so um oh yeah 
Yep. There's been a, more than a few stories of truck drivers just dropping the truck somewhere and leaving. <laughs> you know, like that has happened to uh, more than those. it's happened to a more than a few teams over the years. Uh, Matt Bell here on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. I want to thank the folks at Firepower, by the way, FirepowerParts.com. When you talk about Privateer teams, you're Eve there at the Firepower Honda guys, Max Ancy, Dean Wilson, uh, doing great things with Firepower uh, parts, whether it's batteries, chains, oil made by a leading OEM manufacturer. Uh, go to your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com. Go to firepowerparts.com and see all the cool things that they make. Featherweight lithium batteries are fantastic, uh, much better than the stock stuff, especially if you're racing uh, weight-wise and performance-wise. And chains made in Japan and all of that, firepowerparts.com. Um, so thank you to those guys uh, for coming on board. And also, too, thank you to the folks at uh, – Zool's. Zool's bags. Uh, I've got one of these. I've got a couple of these. Uh, Zool's bags is uh, built from an extensive background in the luggage and moto industry. With all the bags being overbuilt and underpriced, they pride themselves on offering not only quality but practical functionality as well. Let Zool's help pack your passion. Pulp 23 is the code to save. Whether you're traveling for work, pleasure, or simply hauling the kids to the never-ending sporting events, Zool's understands. Pulp 23, code to save. Uh, Matt, so yeah, you've been getting calls nonstop for, uh, 2024. Um, what's, what's that like, that process? Like, you know, you mentioned if you get a sponsorship, you do 17, if not East coast, what's your, um, process of trying to, trying to, cause I'm, I'm guessing with the way things are right now, you are getting some good riders calling you and texting you. Uh, what yeah. is the process of selecting these guys? How do you, how do you go about that? Um, you know, and do you have anybody secured for next year? Yeah, so we're working on contracts with all the guys on the team. Um, I mean, right now, we Hardy is under contract for okay. next year, Cole yep. Bradford. So they're they're both done and dusted. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're working on contracts with Braswell and Masterpool, which I'm ninety five percent sure will pull through. Okay, I mean, so you're, you know you're we've about, yeah. we're not like this is one thing I'm want to be really front with on the to the parents and the riders is like we lay everything out in the line so yeah i'm not one of those guys that sits and tries to play games with people i mean i had a conversation before we got on here uh just talking with david braswell and said hey this is what we're looking at for next year you know we're we're mm-hmm. looking at you know a bonus structure for you guys if we get some sponsorship money in there might be some more coming your way this is kind of what we want to do and I think being upfront with these folks, um, they appreciate that. You know, when I've spoken with Jerry Masterpool, mm-hmm. that's something we have a, I think, a different relationship than probably a normal team owner, like rider parent uh, would have, is that we're both like honest with each other. He's told me, hey, if we get an offer from a factory team, he's, I'm gonna, you're going to be the first one to know. And so, you know, having that kind of relationship, it just makes things better because we trust each other. So, I feel confident we're going to have, you know, Ty and uh, Caden going into Supercross next year. Um, still working on the logistics of that, but Hardy and Cole are locked in for sure. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that'll be a nice, solid team for sure, right, going forward uh, yeah. and all of that. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, and I, I'm not telling you anything new, but, yeah, under-promise, over-deliver, right? I mean, that's kind of yep. what I think – if you're a parent, if you're a rider, if they see you under promise, over deliver, and be straight ab- about things, and 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 you know, tell them how things are financially and and the team, I just think people appreciate that more, you know, as a smaller team. So, I I think they do too, and it helps them to make decisions. I think going into the next year, and they're not wondering if 
you know, if there's anything being left on the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I tell I tell all these guys, look, if I'm making an offer to you guys about paying you to race for us next year, when I put that amount out, like that's all we can afford. There, there's yeah. like there's no negotiation. There's no yeah. negotiation. It's like going yeah. it's like going to CarMax or Carvana. Mm-hmm. Like you're getting the price. <laughs> and you're going to pay that. There's no, there's no deal negotiation because I can't afford any more than what I'm telling you. Yeah. So that yeah, for sure, I think that's been good. I think it's been good for the whole process. What about, um, what about a clothing team, a team clothing deal? Have you started thinking about that or shop that around or, or ask around? I mean, again, who knows? I don't know what your guys have currently, um, for deals, but uh, is that something where you can recoup a little bit of cash? I think so. Um, you know, you mentioned one of them, which is FXR. Yep. They've been super helpful this year with, uh, you know, when Caden came in, getting him out, kitted up and outfitted. Mm-hmm. Um, Hardy already has a deal with them. Uh, they've been helping out with Cole. Right now, um, Ty is wearing canvas. You know, we're, we're working on a deal with FXR going into next year. We're okay. still in discussions about where that's going to go, but yep. I, I've been really happy with those guys. I mean, they've been awesome to work with. So I, I'm, I'm I'm hoping we're going to be able to get something done. How much uh, how much pride do you take? Like I, I was a mechanic for a long time, right? And I think about a few times my riders did really well out there, and like literally, I would I, I can think of a few times in the mechanics area that I got goosebumps because it just was so cool. All the work, it's paying off. Your rider won a won a main event, uh, won a moto, um, whatever. You know, had a great practice even. All these things that come together, like it's a real, and I, I've talked to Larry Brooks about this mo- motocross and being involved in the trenches like you are, and like I was as a mechanic. Not now. Now I just go to the races and, and laugh at my friends and, and go home. Um, but when you're in it like you are, financially, emotionally, it's such a roller coaster ride. The highs are high, the lows are lows, um, everything else. And then, like I said, going back to the goosebumps part of it, like, what was that like watching Ty at these races, um, you know, and, and seeing him race with factory riders, beat factory riders, and he's got HBI on the side, and you know all the things that have gone into this. That must have been really cool, man. It is, man. It's it's surreal. I think the most surreal moment for me was at Fox Raceway walking up into the team manager tower and, like, Roger DeCoster standing over there beside me, you know, and I gave him the – like the what's up look <laughs> i'm gonna fist bump him by the end of the season yeah. that's like my goal like yeah, hey, yeah. i'm gonna fist bump him right, um, in, right. in the team manager tent stand. Yeah. but yeah that was kind of the surreal moment for me being up there with all these guys like lars and mm-hmm. you know the, the the yamaha team and yeah i you know it, it is super cool just being part of it especially because i never like made it as a as a racer yeah. right so yep. i just I don't know. It's it's this is the best thing I've ever done. I think as far as fun in my life is being part of this, and it's hard. Like it's it is very hard work, and the the lows are pretty low for sure. Like you know, we've had some races where we have had every rider crash. I think you know in the motos, <laughs> but then when 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 those guys out there go out there and smash it out of the park, and you see you know Ty flying around some factory guys, it's like that's that's what we're here for. So yeah, it's. Man, awesome. Yeah, it's 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 people don't really re- realize all the work and effort that goes into it, right? No, you know? they have no clue. Like they don't see the nights that we spend at Sandbox in the in the race shop. You know, trying yep. to we have that's kind of a race shop right now. Is at Sandbox? We we rent some space out there from them, and just being out there with the mechanics and you know flew Nemo in uh, Ty's mechanic from Texas to get 
Ty's bike ready because, mm-hmm. of course, his bike's here. Um, those late nights are the things you remember back to when you see the guy out there, yeah. you know, smashing out of the park on the track. So it's all part of the process, yep. but I love it. Would uh, would Ty go 250s or 450s next year in Supercross? What would be the plan? I believe, you know, I talked with Jerry about both of those mm-hmm. options. I, I, I think both of them are on the table, but they're leaning a lot more heavily toward 450 just because yeah. – Although the competition's stiffer, I think Ty rides the 450 better yeah. than he does the 250. So I I would say right now probably 80, 80% leaning toward a 450. Yeah, I can – you know, he's, it's weird. He struggled in Supercross. He hasn't made a lot of mains. And, and yeah, it's like the Supercross yeah. doesn't come easy to him. And, you know, I just refuse to believe that a kid that talented that could, you know, run top five in a 458 motocross can't figure out Supercross. And so maybe a 450 is the answer, you know. Um, for him, I, I yeah. think it is. You know, there's, there's, everybody's got an opinion about Ty, and yep. I've heard oh, he doesn't like Supercross and he can't race it. I mean, he, and I, I even had people say, well, he never, he didn't race a race this year, and I'm like, yeah, he did. Like, it's on. I can see it. Like, he was at, I think, the first couple of Supercross mm-hmm. rounds on West Coast. Yeah, he rode for Parks, I think, he, right? Yeah, he did, but he qualified for the mains, but he was sick both mm-hmm. rounds. So he, he didn't race the main events. He got in through the LCQs. So, mm-hmm. you know, he, the kid has got so much talent. There's no way that he's not going to make main events in 450. Yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you. Yeah. Like, like he'll figure it out somehow, somehow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, he knows how to ride. I don't know. And you can decline to answer this if you would like, it's not a problem, but like what, What's the budget for you? What What are you budgeting um, for either for 24 or even this year? Like, what's your expenses? Yeah, so I think looking at – I'll give you some round numbers. Yeah. I mean, if we do the entire season next year, like let's, let's say we race 17 rounds mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, Supercross, go into the 11 of Motocross and three SMX rounds, we're probably right at a million dollars is what it would cost to do that. I think – from what we budgeted going into, uh, you know, going into Supercross, if we race East Coast, I think it'll save us probably three hundred grand going that route. So I'm thinking about seven hundred thousand is what we're looking at for next year. Yep. So, you know, what I my hope is we have someone that comes steps up to the plate and says we want to see Ty race all seventeen rounds of, mm-hmm. of Supercross on a four fifty. So here's here's a check to get you guys there and yeah. you know we we would use that hopefully to upgrade the rig and and uh, you know my goal is to have a semi going into Supercross right uh, that with a full awning and yeah. be ready to pr- promote the sponsors yeah there's lots of those you can lease right you can figure that part out um, yeah they're around there um, and as far as the the budget goes um, a holiday at Kawasaki do you think they will give you some bikes and parts will they give you a little little budget you think is that something you're shooting for are they committed one way or another they haven't committed but they've talked about the fact that they're working something up for us so i i i feel like we'll probably get some engines um i mean obviously they're not going to be factory engines but but yeah just i mean shoot help we'll take oems (laughs) yeah to, to i mean you know you blow up an engine that's the problem like we need we need spare engines on the truck and to get a spare engine i have to go buy a full bike yeah right now because we're just we're not getting that help so yeah i think i think if they uh come through and help with that and Mm -hmm. then we know there's some talk about some maybe some extra contingency for the riders that would be huge for those guys it's going to help them to be motivated 
Do you, uh, do you have your mechanics settled at all? Do you have all that figured out? We have three of them settled. We're going to be looking for one more. Okay. So if anybody's listening to this, this and wants to apply, um, you know, reach out. We've, we've got to have one more mechanic at least going into the next season. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's it's all um, part of the journey and part of – and it's fun when you look back at it doing this. But, yeah, again, you just don't want to go broke. Uh, that's my only advice to you, Matt. Don't go broke. <laughs> no, and, and no, and we're not. I mean, that that was the conversation my wife and I sat down and mm-hmm. like I told her, I'm like, we we cannot do the full season of Supercross without outside help. Like, yeah. I'm not I'm not going to lose. We're not going to lose our house and yeah. go bankrupt over over motocross and Supercross. It's just not going to happen. So yep. we feel comfortable with you know doing East Coast. But hey, if somebody steps up, then we'll you know we'll drop the hammer and we'll do them all. Awesome, man. Well, hey, really cool chatting with you, and I'm glad to get some information on what it's like for a guy like yourself, uh, you know, putting a team together. It's really, really neat. We need more people like Matt Bell in this sport. Uh, you're passionate and putting your own money out there, and, and I hope it comes back to you in, in, you know, in, a, in a nice way that enables you to, to uh, give back a little bit, man. I hope it works. Yeah, I appreciate it, Steve. That's the goal, man. We're going to keep pushing forward. Uh, awesome. Thanks very much for the time. I appreciate it. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Privateer Island Life. Thanks, Matt. Thanks, Matt. All right. See you, Steve.